What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Fight. I'm your host, Mr. Roach, and we have a very special show tonight. It is Flashback Friday with Rocky Marciano versus Jersey Joe Walcott, 1952, September 23rd in Philadelphia. Marciano being the undefeated title challenger was given a big opportunity after defeating the legendary champion Joe Lewis against by far one of the slickest educated boxers of the era in Jersey Joe Walcott. Now Walcott coming off the knockout win over Ezra Charles, the stage was set for what honestly can go down as fight of the year in 1952. So we're going to take you back to 1952, Walcott Marciano for the heavyweight championship. Timekeeper, Charlie Cunningham, counting for the knockdown, Joe Servino. Positions in attendance at ringside, in Walcott's corner, Dr. Joseph Bartone, in Marciano's corner, Dr. W.B.G. Terry, and the field position, Dr. James J. Simpkin. The referee at this time, Charlie Daggett. Daggett is one of the veteran officials of uh, Pennsylvania, very fine referee. The main attraction, 15 rounds for the heavyweight championship of the world. From Brockton, Massachusetts, wearing black trunks with a white stripe, weighing 184 pounds, the challenger, Rocky Marciano. From Camden, New Jersey, wearing white trunks with a black stripe, weighing 196 pounds, the heavyweight champion, Jersey Joe Walcott. Now we'll listen to referee Charlie Daggett and his instructions. I'm in here to enforce. Now all I'm going to do is go through just a few and leave me out. Number one, I call for a break. I want both boys to step back. If I don't fall for a break, keep on fighting. Got clear about Bobby? In case of a knockdown, a man scorned it, I want to go to the furthest neutral corner, stay there until I tell him to come out. I want you close up. I don't want no kidney punches around. Big hands now, come out fight. Any questions? There's no uh, eight pounds. There's no knockdown, eight pounds. You get up, stay down. Shake hands. Can I ask a question? How about if the man gets in back here? Is that a fair or foul punch? I ask both these boys give me no kidney or no rabbit punches. I'm going to fall them if I do. I want both of you to give me a nice, clean fight. That's all I'm in here to do. The man is holding the other one of his punches. You can keep punching. Why do you not well, well, talking. I don't know who it is. Dr. Ripley is back in the cabinet with Marciano's name on the white sweater. Now they go back where 
Waiting for round one. It is, of course, over the championship route of 15 rounds here in the Municipal Stadium in Philadelphia. And you folks are sitting in uh, with crowds in 49 theaters in 39 cities coast to coast on this theater network television, the biggest in history. And we do hope you'll see a good fight. And we know you'll see it in comfort. We'll do our best to tell you anything that we see that's important. Here they go. against the challenger, knocking him down with a beautiful left hook. 
The same left hook that knocked out Ezra Charles and won him the title, by the way. And Marciano took a five count. It figured to be a punching fight, and it started out that way. And as we told you, all the time, Rocket has said that this would be an easy fight for him, that the uh, challenger was amateurish, and that he knew that he could handle it. Round two. can see or could see a moment ago in Marciano's corner as the boy goes around with the ring card. Now you can see again Al Wow talking to him, pleading with him. Very, very cool yet Marciano seems to be, but he was hurt, especially in that first round. 
although the passing of the second ran in his favor. Ten years the younger man, still strong as a bull, still powerful, still dangerous. Uh, he won't be out of here until he's taken out, and so far Joe hasn't been able to do it, though he punished him in both rounds. The first round, however, was bigger, the one with the knockdown and the five count. Round three. Marciano has had that last round the third. He began to come on a little bit and he worked hard to work his body. And Joe is breathing very heavily in his corner right now. Taking long breaths 
and uh, Marciano still seems to be unmarked and quite cool. There was a little blood in his mouth after the first round, but no more. And now we're coming to round four. It's a good fight. Something have to happen any time now. Marciano has to leap into punch. 
Crenshaw, uh, as a rule at least, Walker ties Marciano up. Now he broke free. Now Joe's got him again. Joe knows how. landed really solidly and dangerous. see that that is a deep cut and it uh, uh, definitely is true that Marciano uh, was not cut but got uh, the blood from Walker's eye. He cut, uh, no he was a little bit I believe, a little cut right in, up in his hair that I can't, couldn't see before. But neither cut on either fighter is serious. Walker slow to come out.
shoes. I thought maybe Marciano's was a little harder. Hard to tell.
one thing that definitely happened in that ninth round was that uh, Marciano, who had squinted badly through the eighth round, looked as if something was happening to his eyes, got his eyes wide open again, they're bright and clear, and seemed to be all right. Now, Wire was complaining that something that had been put on the cut over Walcott's eye had rubbed off and uh, made uh, it so that Rocky couldn't see very well, but whatever it was seems to have been taken care of now, and uh, as we come up to round 10, it's a close, tough, hard fight with only, as you saw, one knockdown, round 10.
now we're coming down to the decisive rounds of this fight, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15 for the heavyweight championship of the world here in Philadelphia. It started with a bang and a rush with old Joe Walkup, the champion, knocking young Rocky Marciano, 10 years his junior, down with a left hook, first time that Marciano ever had been put on the canvas, took a five and came up, and from that time on, they have fought steadily and hard, not thrillingly, not dramatically. Now round level. Almost made it pure in that round with that powerful left hook again. 
drove the right to the body. Marciano sagged and fell into the left hand, and it hurt, it hurt. And for the rest of the round, Marciano did very little. He punched just a little bit at the bell. That was all. Another big round for Walcott. Not quite as big as the first round when he scored the knockdown, but the old champion is showing what has made him champion of the world and why he stays that way while all the people wonder how he can with all his years. Here we go, round 12. coming up as you watch him still giving Marciano advice, still hopeful that he can catch up with the old champion and 
bring him down, and very confidently in his corner, Felix Bocchicchio, manager of Walcott, stands very cool, very calm, looks down and talks to friends in the press rows. <coughs> Incidentally, there are uh, correspondents here tonight from 10 foreign countries, one from as far away as Bombay and India. That's a long way to come to any prize fight. And now we go round 13, the unlucky number. Maybe. Marciano landing what he dubbed as his Susie Q onto Walcott's jaw, knocking him out to become heavyweight champion of the world. He will only defend the title a total of five times before retiring undefeated with 49 and 0, the only heavyweight champion to retire undefeated. But, that is Inside the Fight, Flashback Friday, catch you next time.